Hello, welcome to the Thane and Friends podcast. This is episode 48. I am your host, Thane Taylor. As a guest today, we've got Brian the Beard, breathing extraordinaire. You can find him on Twitter at Brian underscore Venturino, V-E-N-T-U-R-I-N-O. Brian, how are you doing today? Thane, I'm well, brother. Yourself? I'm doing so well, thank you. Again, appreciate you being on the, the podcast. Uh, I loved your content, love what you do, um, so I'm glad be able to come on and spread the word of what you're doing. Um, I was looking in your pinned tweets, some stuff that you got on Twitter that, you know, you think is important to get the word out. You get, you had a seizure disorder when undiagnosed for five years. Um, you got through some, uh, some financial necessity. You made you get a job that you maybe weren't physically cut out for at the time. And you find some solace in the gym, gave you a little bit of structure, improve your mental health, self-care, self-love, overall strength. Um, tell us a little bit about why you, uh, like why that's important to you, the whole story, and then we'll get into a little bit of, uh, of your breathing stuff. Yeah. So, um, I hung billboards in New York city for 10 full years and, uh, each day was a damn, it was a, it was a challenge having a seizure disorder, uh, climbing ladders throughout the whole day, throughout the nights. Um, but I went through it because I knew the money was there. I needed it and I needed it. Uh, but outside of hanging billboards, I was uh, working out at the gym, um, learning learning that that skill. I did that for those ten years as well, and it it, it hit me eventually where I needed to needed to change my lifestyle and uh, even my location. So going from concrete jungle New York City to uh, the hill country uh, just outside of Austin, uh, this is exactly what I needed. Uh, when I became a personal trainer here in Austin, I learned from some new friends about more about breathing and what I missed out on when I was like in New York City. And basically, I mean, it changed my life complete 180. I uh, it, it it fixed my posture automatically, and then from all the stresses I was dealing with with the seizure disorder and the, the trauma of that. It really, it really calmed me down, and I really felt more grounded after that. Okay. So With- proper breathing is, is what drives me to become a breathing extraordinaire now. Okay. Yeah, with the seizure disorder and the timeline uh, of, you know, when you get started with the, the hanging billboard situation, um, did, did that get no- diagnosed, like, in the middle or, like, after you moved to Austin? What When did that di- get diagnosed for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um Actually, it was about two years before I started. So, um, let me think. Uh, so that was uh, twenty. Yeah, twenty twelve, two thousand twelve. Prior to that, so, you were just yeah. going through like just you know things in your body you knew weren't uh, in balance. You just didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it was such a confusing thing. So my seizure disorder is uh, it, basically my left side of my body buckled up, and I I kind of I'm kind of inside my own head, and I can't control my body. Um, I fall to the ground. There's no uh, I'm not like fizzing out of my mouth or anything like that. But uh, it's basically just yeah, buckling my whole body on the left side for like about a minute or so. Some people notice it. Some people don't. Strange, strange thing same situation mm-hmm. but uh once i was diagnosed though um the trauma stayed 
and the traumas was the, was what lingered with me the most. So breathing definitely calms those traumas down and makes me forget about it. With with breathing, so I guess that's the other half of the medicine that helped me. Right. Yeah. So so with breathing, you hear a lot about um, the importance of being intentional with breath when working out. Like in in the fitness space, you always hear about like bracing your core when you're doing resistance training. Um, yeah. I think the mental part of it, like when I get stressed out, sometimes I like find myself not breathing for an extended period of time. I get tension headaches mm-hmm. sometime, and then like all of a sudden, to to kind of like reset myself to ground myself, I can like do a breathing exercise and it kind of like slows things down a little bit, and then helps me recenter. Um, talk me through what uh, what kind of techniques you do for clients for with like if you find them. Um, you know, helping them with mental stress, uh, tension, headaches, anxiety, and then like a little bit get into the resistance training, what you tell them about that, and then also cardio. Um, let's get into that. Yeah, so being a, being a personal trainer, it, it, uh, everything starts with accountability with my clients, right? So if, if someone's stressed out coming into the gym after a long day of work, I'm not even going to, we're not even going to start doing stretches or a warm-up. We're literally going to lay them down on the, on the, the bench or the, or a, um, a table and, and just work them through, uh, just breathing, just normal breathing, just, just being told to breathe in short and long exhales, just finding relaxation in the body. I mean, that, that is basically the warm up. I mean, I really don't want anyone stressing it and coming into the gym stressed out. I mean, that's going to bring negative gains and, uh, just overall well-being. So, uh, but my breathing program, which I do at Lifetime Fitness itself and as well on my own uh, Twitter, I, uh, I have there's eight progressions in retraining how to breathe properly. And it all starts on the ground first. So that's why I do do with my clients, start on, on the bench, laying down on their, their stomach, and just finding that diaphragmatic breathing that we need. So with uh, with new clients, what do you think the biggest change is from, I, I think, you know, every single person in the world breathes, you know, for their whole life, right? There's a, but that doesn't make them experts. It makes them experts when they become intentional about it and they get better at doing it while they're doing certain activities, right? So what do you think the, the right. biggest transition is from somebody that has never thought about how they breathe to somebody that can use their breath uh, to help them? achieve their goals, whether that's like reducing the stress in their lives or getting better at working out or getting more efficient when they try to run marathons. Um, talk us through I, that little transition. Yeah, I, I, I truly believe that their recovery is the biggest part of them seeing their progression and, and breathing properly and, and seeing the full advantages of it. Um, in between sets, while running, while cycling, they they've just they've seen tremendous tremendous growth in that, um, and that that comes with like you said, just being intentional first, and then once it becomes automatic to them, their 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 ROI is through the roof, and that makes me happy to see that. And it doesn't take that long either. They just need to put the time in, just a minute, just intentional breathing, feeling it out, understanding what's happening in your body. What do you think? I, th- I think that's what I appreciate most about the whole thing. Right. 
what are your thoughts on nasal, nasal breathing? Oh yeah. So I, I, I do Wim Hof breathing on the side with people. I a hundred percent like nasal breathing comes first. Um, I, I, I would not on Twitter promote any mouth breathing at all. Even if it's just breath work in general, we need to, we need to practice that nasal breathing. I mean, we've seen it all on Twitter threads throughout, you know, throughout Twitter and nasal breathing is essential. That's, that's all I got to say. I mean, we got to, we got to continue practicing nasal breathing. I also believe that if we can practice the nasal breathing and make it more intentional that way, we don't have to worry about mouth tape at night. I, I was going to, that was going to be that, my follow up question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, brother. Um, mouth tape is, is, don't get me wrong, but if we can, if we can program nasal breathing to our subconscious throughout the day or even in, in theta brainwave state before bed, we will not have to worry about the mouth tape as much. That's funny. That's funny. One with that, that uh, when you pr- what you practice intentionally gets into your subconscious, then you you do it without having to force yourself unnaturally to to make those transitions. Um, that's you know when I was asking or when I was thinking about what I was going to kind of discuss with you. That's one of the things I, I my mind immediately went to. So I'm glad you went there without me uh, having to bring that up. That's awesome, um, Brian. We got 26 seconds. Uh, what's your big takeaway? Yeah. What, what do you want uh, everybody to hear? from from this conversation what is my takeaway mm-hmm. my takeaway is life is simple you can just breathe love it thanks so much sir